Make sure you've got your Bibles, got your notes, and get ready to start commenting down below, chat to each other. Um, today, I want to talk to you about how to have an unconquerable soul. So that is the title of today. You know, in 1875, there was a man named William Ernest Henley who sat in a hospital bed um, who was very ill at the time and he actually wrote a poem that you all probably have heard of called Invictus. I'll just read the first stanza and the last stanza, but you can go and check it out yourself. It's actually a really beautiful poem. It says, out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. And at the end, very famous part of the poem, it matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. This was Nelson Mandela's favorite poem, and it's called Invictus. And Invictus actually means unconquered, unbeaten, and undefeated. And that's what I want to chat with us today about. You know, we might not be facing life imprisonment or an illness, but each of us have our own battles. It might be a struggling marriage or a health issue or finances or disappointment or unforgiveness, anxiety, past mistakes, whatever it might be. But you know, in Romans chapter 8, verse 37, the Bible says that yet amid all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ. You know, the Bible tells us not only are we conquerors, but we are more than conquerors. You know, in a battle, if someone conquers, it means that they defeat, they beat, they get the better of, they overwhelm, they crush, they get control of, they get a grip on. What an amazing description that that is what Christ has called us to be. That is the way he's called us to live. And you know, I just wanted to unpack that scripture a little bit more. It says amid all these things, we are more than conquerors. Amid means in the middle of, surrounded by, and in the thick of. And a conqueror is a person who wins a war. So if we put those two together, it means that scripture that in the middle of my circumstances, in the thick of it all, surrounded by my battle, I am a person who will win this war because of Christ. And you know, we cannot be a conqueror without being in a battle. And we tend to really like the, the conqueror part, but we don't so much love the battle part. But you know, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 to 13, the Bible clearly tells us what to do in a battle. And I'm about to give us three very quick points about how we can get ready to be more than conquerors no matter what battles we face in life. But this scripture says to put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. We skip down to verse 13. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slanderer. For you are destined for all things, and will rise victorious. So how do we prepare for battle? Well, three easy keys in, well, I guess they're not easy because it's a battle and it's difficult, but three keys, and we can learn this from watching soldiers as they go into battle. And the first one is this, we need to be dressed ready for battle. Dressed for battle. No, no soldier goes into battle in his civilian clothes. 
He's dressed with special equipment, he's completely covered, he wears bulletproof vests or tough hardy shoes, helmets, carries weapons. Just as we are dressed in clothes every day, we need to be dressed in spiritual clothes. Ephesians 6, 14 to 18 explains how to be dressed for battle. It talks about, and you can go through that yourself later, but it talks about the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, to have your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, to have the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit. You know, in a practical way, how can we dress for battle? Well, that means that we could do so many things like starting our day in the Word, starting our day in prayer. I remember Isaiah preached a little while ago um, about worship and I remember it really impacted me because in the mornings, rather than me waking up and grabbing my phone to look at the news, I started putting on a worship song instead so that before my feet even hit the ground, I had worship in my heart. We can memorize scripture. We can preach to ourselves. We can listen to podcasts. We can pray in the Holy Spirit. We can take communion. Shout out to my mother and father-in-law who take communion together all the time and pray. Such a powerful thing to do. Um, we can have friends to fight the battle with us. So there's a few practical ways that we can be dressed ready for battle. Number two, we need to have weapons for battle. So number one, dress for battle. Number two, weapons for battle. You know, soldiers know their battle zones. They gather information about the terrain and the people and the climate and the cause of the conflict. And they go in armed with information. They study their enemies so they know how to fight them and they make sure that they carry the right weapons. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 3 says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. We need to be ready, battle ready every day with the right weapons, with our spiritual weapons. Um, you know, it takes self-discipline to do that. Nelson Mandela did that in jail. He had um, a really kind of strict regime on himself each day that helped him. So it takes discipline. It's no good running towards your enemy with a bow and arrow if they're coming at you with a gun. You know what I'm saying? We need to know how does the enemy attack me? How's the enemy going to come against me? Because he does it differently for different people. What might bother you or what you might struggle with is completely different to what bothers me. So we need to know exactly what, how the enemy is going to come at us so that we know what weapon to draw out. And again, word of God, prayer, praise and worship, getting together like this in our church communities. Um, all of these are powerful weapons. And finally, number three, is we need to have a mind for battle. So number one, dress for battle. Number two, weapons for battle. And number three, we need to have a mindset ready for battle. You know, soldiers need to have a battle mind. They need to have inner strength to face their fear and adversity with courage. It's the will to persevere and win. It's resilience. It's the mind to go toward the battle and not want to run away. Um, now look, I know I told you a story about Ashton the other week and... I did not redeem myself as a parent because, yes, I put him in front of a swan when I was scared of a swan. Anyway, this is another story about Ashton. Sorry, Ashton. But when he was really little, when all the kids were little, we used to play hide and seek in the house. And our upstairs in our house is really good for this because right in the middle of our house, we've got a big stairwell. And so we would kind of, Cameron would run around and chase the kids and um, Liam and Georgia would always run away from us screaming, like they were petrified. 
But then when Ashton got old enough to play hide and seek, he completely blindsided us because instead of him running away, he would actually turn towards and run to us. And it completely stopped us in our tracks. So many times he did this where we think, oh, he's going to be petrified and he's going to be running away from us right now. But instead, this kid that just seems to have no fear would turn around, eyeball us and ran at us, which made us just completely stand still and just go, now what do we do? But you know, that is exactly what we need to do every day. We need to run toward our enemy knowing that we have Jesus Christ with us. That is why we're more than conquerors because it is through Christ. We need to remind ourselves every day of scriptures like Philippians 4.13 that I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. Inner strength can be built up like a muscle. We all talk about Andrew from Brisbane who you know, does his gym workouts all the time and he's building up muscle on the outside. Well, that's a daily ritual for him. Good on you, Andrew. <laughs> I don't like going to the gym. Um, but, you know, we need to do that in a spiritual sense on a daily, daily basis that we're building our inner spiritual muscles by reading the word of God and spending time in prayer and doing all of those things we know to do. And let me leave you with this. Isaiah 54 verse 17 says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We've got to remember this, that in the middle of the battle, it doesn't matter what's coming at us, nothing is going to prosper. So I hope that you got something out of that today. So remember, we need to be dressed, ready for the week, ready for battle spiritually by being dressed for battle, by having the right weapons and by having the right mindset. We're really praying for you guys. We pray that you go into this week strong, knowing that you are not strong in your own strength, but together we are strong in the power and in the name of Jesus. Have a fabulous week and we look forward to seeing you next week.